God is going to use pain for purpose. God's going to use heartbreak for eventually healing you in other ways. Maybe that heartbreak was so essential for you to realize I have some areas in my life that I've got to grow. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. My name is Janina Amapola. If this is your first time listening to Happy and Healthy, and I post every single Tuesday. So welcome back to the podcast. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. I hope if you're new here, you will stick around for more podcasts. And I love just to talk about topics just to better you and to help you. And I am a Christian. So a lot of these topics are coming from a hopeful Christian biblical perspective. Today, I am doing a solo episode, but I do bring on my husband occasionally. We are currently in the middle of a Christmas series, Christmas at the Wards, since my new last name is Wards. Um, But we decided just to kind of retitle it just Holiday Series Episode 1-2. So this is Episode 3. And I wanted to do just a little girly girl chat. So I did have a lot of people ask me, you know, is this going to be a couple podcast. And no, not necessarily. I still definitely plan on doing guest episodes, solo episodes and bringing on Caleb occasionally. And I just feel like I love my solo episodes, but what I have found is that it's really fun to have a guest just you can kind of like banter with, especially someone that's like your best friend. I feel like there's nothing better than just like hearing best friends banter. And so, um, of course, going forward, I'll have more episodes with friends. And I recently went to Alaska, which we'll talk about. And I had a lot of comments since that on my Vlogmas, as well as my Instagram of people saying, we want an episode with you and your sisters because I'm one of five girls. I'm sorry, no, actually, I'm one of seven kids. I'm the youngest of seven kids. And there's five girls total in my family and it can be a little crazy. And so I thought it'd be actually really fun to do an episode with my sisters. I will have to figure that out as to when that will happen because um, one lives in Alaska, one lives in Seattle, two live in Austin, and I live in Dallas. So a little complicated, but maybe we'll see if I can organize that down in in the next season. So for today's episode, I actually just wanted to sit down, hang out with you guys, catch up, catch up on my one month of marriage, what's been going on, just some plans for the podcast, as well as I wanted to talk about holiday weight gain. I want to talk about holiday heartbreak and And I want to talk about purpose and just kind of end with that. And so these are three topics I feel like I've gotten quite a bit just on my Instagram within my broadcast channel and just some things that people want me to discuss. And so, of course, you know, I love to connect with the girls, chat with the girls, and that's what we're going to be doing today in our episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let's just get right into it. If you guys might see on the YouTube channel or Spotify, I have a green neon sign. And today I'm wearing, oh, my shirt is not fully buttoned up. That's kind of embarrassing. Today I'm wearing this red pinstripe shirt. I was trying to find what was like holiday-y and not to like overkill. And I thought this was it. I decided to move the Christmas tree. It was just, it was just not fitting my vibe. And um, I just thought this would be more fun. And I wanted just to keep it more simple. So as I'm filming this, apparently we are literally 10 days away from Christmas, which I'm like, what? So comment down below if this is you or not. I'm an extremely last minute Christmas shopper. It's a red flag of mine. It's a fault. I know that I have, but I just... I'm just somebody that I'm like, oh my gosh, shoot, I didn't get anybody a gift. So thankfully, I don't have to get that many gifts this year. So what, who I really need to get gifts for is Caleb, my husband, my best friend, Maddie, and then um, 
Caleb's family is doing a like secret Santa exchange. So I got my sister-in-law's husband. So I, I guess he's my brother-in-law. I'm not really sure the relationship there, but I think he's my brother-in-law. I got him as my secret Santa. So I have to shop for him. My family, as you guys might've heard in the first episode, we don't always do Christmas presents. And so I just got back from Alaska, which you guys should check out the vlog because I did a Vlogmas on that. However, I know that my Vlogmas was very sporadic and I wasn't very good at doing Vlogmas this year. Um, we realized that we were biting off way more than we could chew. And to be honest, it was just causing issues. We were kind of like struggling on like, who's gonna do what, who's editing this. And by the end of the day, we would be really tired and grumpy and it was just causing some problems. And so we were like, you know what? We want to enjoy this month. We want to enjoy time with my family. And we also don't want this to cause any issues between us and our relationship. So we decided just to kind of pause Vlogmas a little bit, film when we were in Alaska, and then post it afterwards. So that vlog is now up. But we were there and we had so much fun. I mean, honestly, I think this was one of my most favorite Christmases with my family, but this year we decided not to do any presents. And so, like I mentioned in the first holiday episode, my family decides kind of year by year, do we want to do presents? Do we not? And this was one of the years where we were like, let's just not do it because the wedding was expensive and everyone, you know, had to pay for flights and everything. Everyone was just like, look, we got all we need. We're content. We don't need anything. And honestly, I'm kind of thankful because bringing that many presents to Alaska, I, I don't even know how I would do that. I would literally need Santa to bring like his secret sleigh and bring that somehow to Alaska because I didn't know how to do it. So that was actually really great. And we went ice skating. We went snowboarding. We did snowball fights. We did Christmas cookie decorating. We did ornaments. I mean, we did so many things and it was just genuinely so fun. And especially this being my first married Christmas, it was just so much easier. Like it was just so fun. I feel like I got some respect around my family. I'm like, I'm married. And like, if my family and I got in a tip, because of course, naturally your family and you are going to get in some tips every now and then Caleb would be like, uh, 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 we're not doing that. And so it's interesting because sometimes things that I was talking to my best friend Riley about this yesterday, things that you would normally let slide in your family because you're so accustomed to, it, and that's just like the culture of your family. Caleb sees, and he's like, yeah, no, we're not doing it anymore. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple of years. And I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting, I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start when you can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. He would kind of be like, yeah, no, we're not doing that anymore. And it's just interesting. Like when you get married, so many things in your family culture that you're like, oh, this is normal. This is fine. And maybe an outsider coming in could be like, uh, that is not fine. 
and vice versa. Like there's things in his family, there's things in my family. And I'm not saying anything's like super toxic or anything, but there's certain things that maybe your family does that you don't know is bad or maybe not the best way. But then your partner comes in, which it's so funny. I think now five siblings total in my family that we're all married. All the spouses have tried to like come in and like be like, okay, this family needs some help here. We like definitely need some help in time management. The house gets so crazy because there's so many nieces and nephews. There's six of them. So many people in one house. It gets messy. We're running late. We can never get to church on time. I mean, it's always been like that. And so for the spouses coming in, they're like, oh my gosh, this is driving me bonkers. <laughs> and I'm like, sometimes you kind of have to let them know, like, look, I know you want to fix this. I know you want to try, but as hard as you try, some things just ain't gonna change. This is just how the family is. And so it's funny because like, the partner can come in and the brother-in-laws and they'll try to be like, okay, look, how can I make a difference? And for some of them, they've really have made a difference in the family, but there's been certain things that in-laws have tried to change that I'm just like, keep on trying because it ain't gonna change. <laughs> so that was actually funny, like seeing that in this Christmas. And it was just so, so fun. We had the best conversation and like, I got to actually give some gifts to my family. So that was really sweet. I gave my brother-in-law and my sister a Nintendo DS for Christmas. And that was so fun. We played for hours. We played Smash Bros. We played Mario Party. I'm low key, maybe not low key, but high key kind of a gamer girl. It's like actually how I started my YouTube channel. Fun fact, I don't think very many people know that like way, 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 way back in the day. The first videos I actually uploaded were Sims videos. Yeah, you can look it up. It's actually really embarrassing. And scarily, there's something really dark about every single video. I don't know why. So in college, I was a film major. I actually wanted to work in film. I wanted to work on in Hollywood. I wanted to work on post-production. I wanted to be an editor, a special effects editor. And I really loved the way that movies could make you feel a certain way with the music, the scoring, the, the cinematography. And I mean, literally everything. I was like, I love the impact you can make with a film or a short film. So I didn't have any way to really do that myself. So I used my Sims videos to do that. And some of them went a little too far and a little dark. So uh, you can look it up. It's called Jane Go 94. That's all I'm going to say. But, you, you know, watch at your own risk. They're really embarrassing. I don't even know why those videos are still up. So anyway, back to my main point. We were playing lots of video games and it was really, really fun. And I had such a blast in Alaska. We are back to the grind. Caleb and I leave to New York, um, December 22nd. So let me know if you live there. We're actually planning on possibly doing a meet and greet. So just follow my Instagram to see what we do. Um, and then, yeah, we've been married already a month, which is so crazy. And it's, it is so, so fun. Like, do not get me wrong. Everyone says the first year of your marriage is the hardest. And I wouldn't say it's necessarily hard, but there's so many adjustments. Like today we had to figure out health insurance and then we had to merge bank accounts. And there's like so many different things that you're learning and you're like, oh my gosh, our cleaning styles are different or whose responsibility is this or whose responsibility is that. And so I would say it's a season of adjustment and learning and growing and pruning. And then you, again, you really realize how selfish you are or how you're very particular about something. And you're like, I can't do that. Like I can't keep making somebody feel bad that they brush their teeth a certain way or that they cook a certain way. And so marriage is so fun, but it's also a learning curve. As anybody has said to me, I try to be gracious with myself because I think a lot of newlyweds are like, man, why don't I have this figured out? Or you feel guilty that you don't, or people online are like, oh, why are they this? Or why are they that? But it's kind of like, can everyone just give newlyweds a break? Because we're new, like we're literally new at this. We're learning this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I think sometimes I struggle with trying to share the positives and the negatives because I don't want someone to think that our marriage is bad. But I also want to be honest that like, yeah, it's an adjustment. Like I'm being quite frank, like you're learning how to have sex with somebody. You're learning how to sleep in the same bed. You're learning cleaning routines. You're learning time schedules. I mean, there's so many things we'll talk about in the next episode, but don't get me wrong. I love it. He's my best friend. It's so fun. I would not have it any other way. Um, but you know, it's an adjustment and, uh, I'm so thankful it's with him. Okay. So that's just a quick little update. Um, let's just get into talking about kind of holiday weight gain and insecurities. Listen, guys, Janine and I have been married for six months, and the reason why it is a beautiful marriage, it's because of Thrive Market. Thrive Market, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. 
We genuinely love you so much because of Thrive Market. We're able to save so much time through ordering all our grocery and household essentials through the app or website. Uh, Guys, it's just a huge stress relief. And you guys also know I have gut issues, like really, really, really bad. So finding, you know, food with top quality ingredients is super crucial for me. And Thrive Market not only does that, but they restrict over a thousand harmful ingredients like artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, and a lot more. And guys, when if you're parents and you have you need to find organic kid snack, they have low sugar alternatives and high protein essentials. Jenny and I are also training for our marathon, so it is so beneficial and we can find all of our protein options and snacks through Thrive Market. And guys, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy thrivemarket.com slash healthy. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So someone asked me the other day, how do you manage, you know, being in the Christmas season and wanting to eat all the treats and the snacks and there's so many parties, but not losing your progress or not gaining weight? How do you handle that? And to be honest, I'll be quite frank. I've gained weight. I mean, most people say that when someone gets married, they gain weight and I have 100% gained weight. I mean, today um, I worked out. I haven't been as consistent with working out because of travel and the wedding. I mean, literally the last two months I've been pretty inconsistent. So I've already noticed that I've gained weight and... I was looking at this video today of myself at the gym and I had a moment where I looked at my body and I was like really mad at myself and I was like, dang it, you've gained weight. And I let myself feel that for one second where I was kind of beating myself up of like, man, your stomach's a little more pudgy. But then I was also like, why does it matter that much? And I moved on from it. I exited out of the video. I was like, whatever. And partially, I didn't really want to post the video because I kind of felt a little insecure. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not going to, they're not going to think I'm this fit girly, whatever. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Like I'm human just like y'all. And I always tell you guys, we're on the path of progress, not perfection, because perfection is never obtainable. And so I'm on a progress. I'm on progress to go back on track. And I try to enjoy this season, especially because I don't want to look back on this month and be like, oh man, I was so rigid. I was so strict. I had zero fun because what's really difficult is it's really, really hard to go to these Christmas parties where there's cookies, there's treats. I remember last year I went to this, it it was like literally a cookie party where every single person was responsible of bringing a cookie, like a different type of cookie. That was like literally my paradise, like a party of cookies. Yeah, sign me up. And so I go to this party and there's just cookies galore. Any type of cookie you wanted, you could freaking get it there. So I, your girl's in the corner, just munching and grabbing and stuffing my face. And I left that party feeling so sick. I mean, my stomach was queasy. I was bloated. I'm like, was it really worth it? But the thing is, 
I had a blast. And to me, it's really hard for me to go to those environments and not eat it. It's really hard for me to not go and have the best, the best self-control. I've gotten a lot better where I'm like, okay, Jay, you can have two or three cookies, but you don't need to have 10 like last year, you know? So I'm learning so much and I think we're all learning so much. Like you've got to just be gracious with yourself in this process of trying to have better self-control because self-control, just like any other habit or fruit of the spirit, because self-control is a fruit of the spirit, does not come overnight. It comes by seeking Jesus, abiding in him, daily disciplines, habits, accountability, and motivation and disciplines. I mean, it doesn't come easy. But I would say I've done a lot, lot better. Like, for example, Caleb had like a guy's poker night last night. And again, cookies galore. He had like a whole platter. It was so cute. He hosted a little Christmas party. I thought it was so cute. And I was proud of him. He had a whole platter of just cookies. And I just wanted to keep going back. But I told myself, I said, you can have a cookie and a half and that's it. And I think it's important to let yourself have the cookie, have the treat, have the dessert, have the drink, whatever. Because for me, I'm an eggnog girl. I love eggnog. Now I know that's like debatable. Everyone fights over that. That's a hot take because some people think it's literally disgusting. And to me, bathe me in it, like literally bury me in it. I love it that much. And so what was I saying? Oh yeah, the Christmas party. And there's cookies everywhere. Someone brought um, puppy chow or whatever it's called. Love that stuff. And I wanted just to keep eating it. You know what? I let myself have a handful. I got a cookie. I'm not restricting myself because what I've found, and I think most people recommend and find, is that if you restrict yourself, you're going to, and I want to be careful because I know this could be like a trigger warning if you have an ED. So just if you do have this, maybe skip ahead. But I know that when you, restrict yourself, that's when you often find yourself binging. And I know many people that have actually severely had EDs and when they severely restricted is when they swung to the other side of the pendulum and just started binging and just like, and went off their rocker and just started, you know, overeating. And so to me, I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that I have a good healthy balance. I try not to make myself feel guilty. And if I do feel guilty or if I do overeat, it's like, Hey, tomorrow's a new day. God's mercies are new every day. He's not, you know, he's not mad at me, but he also wants better for me. God doesn't want me to leave the party and go to bed that night with my stomach aching and having the worst cramps and feeling bloated and my skin breaking out. Like God's like, Hey, your body is a temple and I've asked you to steward it well. So what does that look like? It looks like, you know, enjoying the foods that I've given you and in, in not just like starving yourself or restricting yourself in this season because I want you to have fun. Like that's what this season is, is about is enjoying this season and, and enjoying the fruits of your labor and being in company with people. And I think if you are not able to fully enjoy your time with people because you're so worried about getting five pounds, I feel like we're missing the point here. Like the point is about celebration and friends and feasting and enjoying, but still having it in moderation. And for me, you know, I can't always go to the party and have it in moderation. So sometimes I've just got to leave early or sometimes I've just got to be like, look, I need someone to hold me accountable, but I don't want to not go to the party or not enjoy the event or the festivities because I can't necessarily control myself. Now, this may be different for everyone because, for example, if somebody was an actual like alcoholic and they every time they went to a party, they couldn't, you know, go without getting absolutely wasted. Yeah, it might be better for that person to possibly not put themselves in environments and situations that would further you know, enslave them or cause a problem to this addiction. You see what I'm saying? So like, you've got to assess to you, is this healthy for me? Can I go there? Is this environment beneficial for me? Does this environment help me grow? And if you're somebody who, you know, you can enjoy the cookie and not feel bad about it, then like, let's go, you know? But if you know, for example, like I know it won't be healthy for me, maybe what you can do is text a friend and say, hey, I want to go to this party, but I really am going to struggle. Can you help me? Can you be there with me? I, I have a friend actually in my life that really has struggled with this and she's opened up to me about it. And she would tell me, you know, like I can't go to these parties and not overeat. And so she said, will you please check up on me when I'm at the parties or will you please, you know, 
be with me as I'm getting food. And I know that sounds crazy, but some people just need somebody to hold their hand, be alongside them, champion them, check up on them. And that's what I did. And so I think maybe texting a friend or having someone be there with you and just saying, Hey, you know, can you, can you help me process this? Can you help me walk alongside me in this would be really beneficial for me though. Like I can enjoy a little bit and I have learned finally throughout many years of of error and trial, trial and error, how to listen to my body a lot more before could not, I mean, unbuttoning my pants. I'm in pain. Now I'm like, no, I know my limit. I have the cookie. I eat the food and I know when to say no, because I once had a nutritionist that would ask me questions. She would say, I know you want this food or I know you want this or whatever, but ask yourself, how do you want to feel in the morning? How do you want to feel tomorrow? Does this cookie contribute to the future goals that I have? And if it doesn't, then maybe you don't need it. But I'm not saying, you know, never have fun, never have the cookie, because I'm just like, I'm not a big proponent of that. I'm very much like, have the treat, enjoy your, enjoy yourself, but know in moderation, know your balances, know your limits, because if you don't, then you'll constantly be swinging back and forth. And unfortunately, this takes time, this takes help, this takes self-awareness, this takes disciplines, and I pray that you have someone alongside you helping you because I know this isn't easy, but I don't want you to not enjoy this season because of food. And maybe for you, if you actually have an ED, talk to someone about it, like really, truly seek out help because only you can really assess that. Like I can't give blanket statement advices to maybe your particular specific situation. I'm just trying to give general answers. And so for me, it's like, Hey, I I might've overeaten last night or I might've had too much, but today's a new day and I'm going to work out and I'm going to get back to it. Like I said, the other day, I, I had way too much. I had eggnog, I had cookies, I had all these things. And I said, you know what? I overate last night, but that's not going to stop me from making the right choices today. I can still work out. I can still book my workout class. I can still do the right thing today. And I'm not saying there's necessarily a right or wrong thing. I'm just speaking generally. And so to me, if I feel like I've fallen off, quote unquote, you can get back on tomorrow. And so I always make it a plan of action the next day of what I'm going to do. So the next day after that, barely had too much sugar, tried to eat more healthy, tried not to snack as much, drink more water, drank my AG1, had, you know, one cup of coffee, had a really good workout, walked, you know, walked a lot more than I normally did. And so there's plan of actions that you can make instead of just having a pity party or being like, it's always going to be like this or whatever. And so of course I want to be empathetic to your situation, but again, like you have the power to control what you will and won't do. And no one really forever can hold your hand and babysit you. Ultimately, like you've got to be accountable to your actions and be responsible and decide who do I want to be in the next month, the next two months, the next year? How can I make decisions today, the small daily decisions and disciplines that will contribute to who I want to be in a month, two months? So you've got to really sit down and be honest with yourself and say, is this contributing or benefiting the future person that I want to be, the future goals, the future fitness goals? Is it contributing? If not, I don't need it. Or if I do, let myself have it once a week, twice a week, but not every single day. So I think treating yourself occasionally, not always, will give it give you this like feeling of, wow, this is like really satisfactory when I get it, or it feels really, really rewarding when I get it. And you'll see it as like an incentive of like, I worked really hard, so I want to get this. But it's not something you always get because then you don't appreciate all the time. You see what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. I'm not trying to promote any un- unhealthy eating patterns because been there, done that. I have thankfully gone out of that. And the last point I want to say is, Sometimes the more weight that you give things, the more power it has over you. The more you think about it, the more you worry about it, the more you stress about it, the more power and control you're giving to it. Sometimes you just got to release it and stop thinking about it and let yourself just go for a second so that it's not controlling you for a time being. I've said this before. If something has a hold of you, it might have control over you. If you can't let it go, it might have power over you. So maybe if you can fast from it for a bit, let it go for a bit. Say, God, I want to bring you into this situation. I want to bring you into whatever I'm going through because to be honest, I can't do this on my own. 
And maybe you just can't. Maybe you really just need the Holy Spirit to come in and intercede and help you. And God wants you to enjoy your food, to enjoy your body, to enjoy your life. But he also wants us to have self-control. He also wants us to steward our bodies, to steward our health. Because we get one life. We get one body. So let's take care of it. And that is the point of this podcast, to be happy and healthy. And I hope that segment was helpful for you. Up next, I want to talk about heartbreak during the holidays. Because I know this all too well, unfortunately. Remember when I told you guys in the episode of my untold crazy stories, I went through that really dramatic, sad breakup. Um, It was probably four years ago at this point. And I remember going to Seattle with my family. We were traveling for Christmas and we were having so much fun. And lo and behold, my ex texts me, Merry Christmas, Janine. I miss you and your family. And I'm like, what? Why are, why are you texting me? Like, let me live. Let me move on with my life. You know what I mean? And it's always around the holidays is when, you know, your relationship status becomes really real or your loneliness or the ex pops back in and you're like, maybe I should text him or maybe I should link up with that, you know, that guy that was in my back pocket that I kind of pushed away. But now I'm kind of bored. It's just not worth it, y'all. It's not worth it to temporarily, quote unquote, satisfy yourself because it won't solve anything. It won't permanently solve anything. And so I just know what this is like because it's like out of so much loneliness or sadness or just, you know, not wanting to feel the pain, you're going to opt back to what's comfortable, which is like maybe your ex or the guy that hurts you, or you're going to go back to the dating apps and I just remember, you know, being on that Christmas, I was single. I was really, really sad. I thought me and that guy were going to get married, blah, blah, blah. And he texts me and I'm just like, bro, like, stop. You're not making this easy for me. You know what I mean? And so my heart was really, really hurting. And again, it was like, it was just another one of those years where I was single. And the year before that, he wasn't with me for Christmas. Um, We were like, we weren't even officially dating. So again, I was single during that Christmas. And so I just remember being like, this blows. And again, I I mentioned this in a previous episode, you know, all my siblings had their people. There's literally this video I made. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. There's this video I made, I think on my TikTok, like literally three or four years ago where I was in Seattle and my siblings, it was kind of a joke. It's kind of gross now that I think about it. My siblings were making out with their husbands and I showed me and I had this like depressed face. I was just like grumpy. And then I panned over and they were just like full on like making out with their husbands. And I zoomed it on my face and it was like the slow zoom of just like I hate my life. And that's what it was like. They were just all smoochy and sloppy with their husbands. And again, I was the sad, lonely little Christmas girl. And so I know what it's like, but you just got to remember that God has good plans for you. And it sucks because I know around supposed to be the most jolly, merry, good time is when we might feel the loneliest or the saddest because we're like, I am so single. I just, again, as I've said in the past episodes, I really want to encourage you to just channel that energy elsewhere. You know, who do you need to text to invite over or go on a walk? Or maybe there's another single friend, or maybe there's somebody that has been where you've been and they can really speak into your situation or pray over you. And you've just got to remember that you don't want to make bad decisions or potentially damaging decisions out of a place of loneliness or heartbreak or boredom, you know? And I know when your heart is broken, you just feel like you can't get out of it. You feel like there's no hope, there's no way out of it. When will this end? But I'm a living testimony and proof that it does get better. And I don't know when that is for you, but I do know that it gets better. And in the moment, it really, really sucks. And like, I just feel like sometimes... Of course, like I want to give you advice and I want to give you all these things, but sometimes point blank period, it just sucks. Like it just sucks. And there's really nothing you can do about it. It's a feeling that you kind of have to sit in and you kind of just got to be like, God, like I'm kind of mad. This really sucks. Especially when you thought you were marrying the person or maybe you guys broke up, you know, right before the holidays. And I know somebody who recently got broken up with a month ago and, you know, he was like, it really sucks because we broke up right before the holidays and I thought we'd be together. And, but, but, you know, he even admitted that the relationship wasn't even that good. 
And so I think a lot of people, because they don't want to ruffle feathers around the holidays, they avoid a breakup or they avoid ending the relationship. When in reality, there's really no good time for a breakup. Like we can always find an excuse of when not to break up. Like, oh, it's because his birthday is coming up or his grandparents' 70th anniversary is coming up. We can't break up before then. Like we always try to find excuses to not break up. And there's never a right time to break up. And I know, especially during the holidays, like you definitely, you don't want to do it before then. I get it. It's also kind of an interesting time to like bring someone longer around your family if you know the relationship's not going to last. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Do you want him in more Christmas photos? Do you want your family being more around him and investing more time? Or do you think it might be wiser to just break up? And I do think statistically, most breakups happen around the holiday time for this reason. People don't want to either bring them home to their family or they're like, I don't know if we're getting married, so I don't really want this person investing more in me and me investing more in them and my family liking this person more. That's also the worst when your family really liked them or their family really liked you and you guys break up. It sucks. Again, been there, done that. But what I will say is it's a month and I think there's so many feelings that you know, are around this. And I know New Year's Eve is pretty lonely. I've been there, done that too, where you're like, wow, no one to kiss at midnight. You shouldn't be kissing anybody anyway. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm really not. But if you ain't dating him, get your little lips off of him. (laughs) I'm being mean. I'm kind of kidding, but also slightly not. I know that there's just so many things around this season where you're just like, dang. And I think you just kind of got to feel it, but know that it's a season and uh, it's called season for a reason. It doesn't mean it lasts forever. And Ecclesiastes talks about, Ecclesiastes 3, talks about how there's a season for everything. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to celebrate. There's a time to, you know, weep. There's a time to build. There's a time to tear down. There's a time to toil. There's a time to rest. There's seasons for everything. And so thankfully, it's a season. It doesn't mean it's going to last forever. And so even though your heart hurts and it's painful, you know, you will overcome this. It won't last forever. And there's just somebody better out there for you. And that closed door is an open door elsewhere. And so that person, you really can look at it as a blessing and a beneficial thing because it's either going to go one of two ways. Either you're going to marry this person or you're not. And so by y'all breaking up, it's a great assessment to be like, okay, what did I like about this person? What did I not like? What do I need differently going forward? What do I want potentially in a new person? It only can be beneficial to show you either you guys were meant for each other and you were gonna be together or you're not. And I think breakups can actually be quite beneficial. And I'm not necessarily encouraging you to break up, but if you are in that breakup or you're in that heartbreak, you know, what God has for you, he has for you. And nobody else can snatch it away. What God provides, he protects. So if he blessed you with this person, if he gave you this person, if he gave you this person for your life, he's going to show you, he's going to reveal it to you, he's going to protect it. So even if you guys might've broken up or even if there's some issues, if God has this person for you, you got to trust that he's going to protect and provide this person for you. Let that free you up. Let that be a, huh, okay, God, I, I feel frustrated. I feel sad. I feel like, why did this happen to me? But God is going to use pain for purpose. God's going to use heartbreak for eventually healing you in other ways. Maybe that heartbreak was so essential for you to realize, I have some areas in my life that I've got to grow. I have some areas in my life that, wow, I really need to heal. Or maybe you're like, okay, that really revealed to me. I don't want somebody like that. I don't want someone's family like that. I don't really want to be with somebody that's going to you know, condemn me or doesn't show up for me or I have to beg for this or like, so you've got to assess, write the list of the pros and cons of this person and say, you know what, this was good and that was not. But I always feel like what the enemy meant to destroy you, God will use to help you. God will use for his glory. He'll use it in other ways to benefit you. And so to me, pain always has a purpose. This heartbreak also has a purpose. It's gonna show you something. It's gonna reveal something but you have got to slow down and allow it to. You've got to slow down and say, okay, what can this show me? God, what do I need to learn from this? What is the why behind this? What can I What can I take from this and apply down the road? Everything is a perspective shift. So cry, be sad, 
sulk for a little bit be in your feels i get it watch your sad girl you know christmas movie i get it eat the popcorn eat the chips but eventually girly we've got to get back on it we've got to get back on track we've got to get back to the disciplines go to the gym take care of yourself invest in people be around good godly people and know that like this is not the last man on earth like trust me sister there's plenty of other fish in the sea. And that guy was a stanky little smelly fishy man. So let's get rid of him. There's plenty more in the sea. I promise you, he's not the last man on the earth. He, I know he might've treated you right. He might've said, I loved you. He might've said he wants to marry you, but someone else will say the same thing and actually follow through. Now that's a bar. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm in a mood today. (laughs) So uh, that's just some tips on heartbreak and thoughts. I've been there. I've done that. And I remember, you know, with this dude, when he texted me, reached back out. He's like, hey, I miss you and your family. I was like, cool, thanks. Leave me alone. You broke up with me. What's the sitch? And shortly after that, I ended up eventually blocking him so that he couldn't keep doing that because for a year, he kept doing that. Just the occasional pop-ins of, hey, I'm still here. And I'm like, let me heal. Let me move on. And he wouldn't. So eventually, sometimes you just got to snip, snip, bye, bye, cut you off and um, do that when you're ready. But eventually, it might be the best thing for you to do. Just unfollow, mute, block, whatever you got to do. But please take care of yourself. Put yourself first in this situation. You are responsible for you and not him any longer. All right. I love you. I care about you and know your worth, my girl. To close out, I want to talk about purpose. So this is just like a little three-part series segment of today's episode because I feel like, and we'll talk about this more in the next episode, as 2024 is approaching, that is usually when people start to reassess their life. You know, I need to do that. I need to reassess what the heck just happened in 2023. So many amazing things, but you know, as as we've seen, life can just fly by and you never really assess or audit your life and you're like, what just happened? And so maybe this past year, you look back and you're like, what did I even do? What, I, I, what was that even for? Like, I didn't even feel like I did anything beneficial. First of all, give yourself some credit. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you are an amazing person who cares about people. And if not, let's talk about that. And so going into 2024, we should be thinking about what are ways that I can walk more in my purpose and my calling and feel fulfilled. And oftentimes your purpose and passions are what you're passionate about. Your purpose is found in people. So I'm going to use a lot of P's here. So just bear with me. A lot of alliterations. Oftentimes your purpose is found in people and in your passions. So if you're like, what did I just do with my life? Or what do I even do? Or I don't feel like I even know where I'm going. What am I doing? Because I have people ask me all the time, how do I find my purpose and my calling? Look at people and your passions. What are you passionate about? And who are the people that you can bless? And in the Bible, it says to love your God first and foremost, and then love your neighbor as yourself. So it's a commandment from God to bless people. And I think we can find so much purpose in blessing people. The reason why I feel very fulfilled and blessed in my job is that I get to bless people. I get to give advice. I get to pray for people. I get to post Bible challenges. I get to lead people to Jesus. I get to help people find products, you know, clothing, help them feel confident about themselves, know who Jesus is and who God made them to be. And so to me, that is so fulfilling. I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about fashion. I'm passionate about, I love makeup. I love travel. I love chatting. I love talking as you guys can tell. So it's like, how can you use your passions, the things that God gifted you in? Maybe you're gifted in piano, you're gifted in speaking, you're gifted in numbers. How can you use those things to bless people? And maybe you think like, well, I don't have the six-figure career. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what I'm doing in my life. My mom wants me to be maybe a lawyer, but I just want to be an artist. Amazing. Girl, go get it. Because if you live your life forever trying to please other people, you'll never be satisfied. You'll always be disappointed, discouraged, discontent because you're living life for other people. Really, life should just be about you and God. What has God called you to be? Because here's the thing, as the creator of the universe, he's blessed you with certain gifts and talents and treasures. So what can we do to use those to bless other people? If you are an artist, okay, 
maybe you, so for example, I thought this was really, really cool in my mom. My mom is such a beautiful person. She's the most loving, selfless human being I've probably ever met in my life. My mom is an incredible, talented artist. And what she used to do is she would literally paint homeless people. And then she would, uh, this makes me kind of cry. I'm like, I, why am I getting emotional? Because I think it's so beautiful. My mom would literally paint homeless people and she would give the painting to them. And she would say, even though that others may see you as maybe worthless or they walk by you or they don't notice you or they don't think you're beautiful, here's how you are. You are beautiful. You are seen. You are known. And I see you. And I took time to intentionally paint you and make you feel like you are actually cared for. And you're not just a rented person on the street. And she would give them the painting and these people would get so emotional. They would tear up. I mean, I just think that's so beautiful. She used her gift and her talents that God has given her to bless someone else. So what can you do that can be blessing somebody else or to make money? You know, my mom could sell her art and she doesn't really do that. Unfortunately, I'm like, mom, you could be making a lot of money. My mom's so freaking talented. She could sell her art or maybe you are a singer. Can you help other people? Um, you can help other people do singing lessons or you can perform at the mall. You can sing on the street corner. And I think sometimes people always think that, you know, your purpose has to be this big flashy thing on stage. And it's like, no, sometimes purpose can be found in those small moments that nobody even knows about. That's what really matters is that it fulfills you. And even if someone doesn't get your purpose, even, even if someone's like, what, like you're doing that, that is really, really weird. Who cares? Sally Sue. I don't care what you think. This isn't for you, Sally. You're not the one paying my mortgage. Other people are. And so sometimes people just won't get it, you know, and that's okay. And for example, like I I often think about this, for example, because this would be an example of something that I personally don't get, but it doesn't matter that I don't get it because other people get it. Those people that make slime online and they sell it and they have warehouses of slime and whatever, to me, I don't really get it, but that doesn't matter. Like who gives a freak? If Janina Mopola Ward doesn't get it, other people get it. Other people like it. Other people are buying it. And so your passion could be something as creating slime. Like who cares? And creating an Etsy shop. Maybe you're really good at making Christmas ornaments or maybe you're really good at graphic designing or using Canva. So you just got to look in and say, what are five things that I am really good at? Or what are things that people have already affirmed me in? What are things that people are like, wow, you're really good at this. Why don't you do this? When I was younger, I was actually a freshman in college and I was a college cheerleader at Southern Methodist University. There were these high school girls that were trying to make their high school cheer teams. And so what I started doing is I reached out to moms I used to babysit for and I was like, hey, I would love to coach your daughters. And people started reaching out to me because through word of mouth, these moms started being like, Janine will help your daughter get on her high school cheer team. And I did, and I loved it. And they paid me $25 an hour. It was great. And so it was something as small as that. It was like one time a week, I would meet with these girls for two hours in their front yard. I would help them, you know, work on their confidence. I would work on their eye contact. I would help them be more motivated and peppy. And I would encourage them and try to speak life over them and help them keep their chins up. And so something even as small as cheerleading can be a passion and a purpose. And who knows, maybe one day I'll be, I don't know, a cheerleader coach down the road when my daughter becomes a cheerleader. Well, if I have a girl, that is. So you you get what I'm saying is that your passion doesn't always, and your purpose doesn't always have to be a doctor and a lawyer and the most six figure things. And who knows if you steward that, you steward that faithfully, God can bless you and reveal more to you and entrust you with more and show you more, but steward the little well now, and God will entrust you with more later. I just read that in Luke, I think Luke 13 or Luke 12. So be faithful with the little and God will bless you with the much. And so that's just my encouragement to you today. And I pray that's a blessing to you because everybody has a gift and a talent and something that they are good at. And you might be like, no, I don't. Yes, you do. I can absolutely promise you, guarantee you. And it might even be like, maybe you're, you're not necessarily like musical or artistic, but you're super organized. Maybe you're like type A girl to the max. You know what? Can you work for me? Because I need that. I am not that at all. And so maybe someone needs those skills at their job and their career or whatever. So just know 
that you are gifted and talented and beautiful and God gave you gifts that he wants you to use to bless people, bless his kingdom, help people know Jesus, make finances and, um, and also for you, so for you to feel fulfilled, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to forever live a life where you're like, I hate my life. And maybe you have a day job that is just supporting the side hustle. Maybe you got to do that for a while until the other one, you know, becomes more lucrative, but just know that it's time to stop making excuses. Like you've got this, believe in yourself. And even if people think you look stupid, you don't got to tell them like work on it secretly until it becomes a thing. And then you're like, yeah, I made this and you will be so proud of yourself. That is my episode today on weight, on heartbreak and purpose. Three very different topics, but topics that I do like to talk about a lot on this podcast because I think they matter. And I think they are questions that people are asking questions and things that people are dealing with. And my goal is to bless you and help you and help you become more happy and healthy. Also, just letting you guys know the podcast will be taking a break for two weeks at the beginning of January. So we decided just to go until the end of this month. So I'll have one more episode next week with my husband, Caleb, and I will have a very big announcement coming soon. Stay tuned, but we will be announcing this very, very soon. I cannot wait. It's something I've been working on for a very long time and I'm very excited about. So to close out, I actually want to do a voice memos, um, a voice memo from a listener. I just love these because you guys are so kind and you're sweet and I just really appreciate, you know, all the kind words that you guys constantly submit. So let's go ahead and listen to one of these voice memos from my amazing listeners. Hi, Janine. I'm praying and I'm pronouncing your name right. My apologies. I want to say thank you so much for being an inspiration, even helping me to be closer to God, to Jesus. I'm a proud Christian. I'm still learning how to be a Christian. And I've been through so many things in my life and struggles and everything. And hearing your podcast just truly saved my life. And I know that Jesus wants me to hear your podcast and knowing that like he loves me and everything. You're literally such inspiration and you help me so many ways. I feel reassurance and comfort and love and you made me feel I'm not alone. Thank you so much for everything. You are a woman of God. I am so proud of you. Send you my love, me tearing up. blessings. And I, I know the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. That made me tear up. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. See, that's the thing is like when you get that, you get to see how you're helping people. I mean, I don't tell anybody to say that. Like, thank you so, so much for just willingly, you know, putting yourself out there and affirming me because, you know, sometimes, sorry, my nose is itching, cut that out. Sometimes it's easy to get into imposter syndrome or fall into, am I even making a difference? And I get these voice memos and I'm like, wow, thank you, God. And truly I will always give God glory and I'll point it back to Jesus because I can't do this. I don't have a testimony without Jesus saving me. You know what I mean? So I'm able to overcome everything I do by the grace of God. And so thank you for that voice memo. Thank you guys for listening. And I love you guys. I had so much fun hanging out with you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share it and let us know and DM me. We love to repost, love to tag you guys back. And I always love hearing what you guys think about today's episode. I also just want to say, I really am sorry if anyone was you know, offended or take anything was taken wrong as far as the body image segment. Um, I just want to help people. I never want to shame anybody or make them worse in that situation. So please hear my heart. It's never to, you know, harm you or make you feel guilty. So anyway, I love you guys. I'll see you guys again for the last episode of happy and healthy in 2023. But until then stay happy and healthy. Bye guys.